My movie is called Be My Cat. Because I love cats. And I wrote a script. And first, I, 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 I needed um, a great, a great actress to play the leading role. And for years, I could not, fi I could not find the, 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 that actress. And now, oh my god, I, <laughs> I saw you in Dark Knight Rises. And I saw you playing that cat woman in that uh, in that suit in that oh my god that lovely that lovable cat suit and I, I in that moment I thought oh my god she, this is it she you're and you're you're my actress I need to work with you to make this movie hello and welcome to another episode of that so random a random movie podcast I'm Heath Lambert look, I'm not saying quarantine was a good thing. I know it was very damaging to a lot of businesses and people's livelihood and all of that. But the silver lining that was there is that I went over a year without having a goddamn cold and that streak is broken today. So um, I'm going to attempt, the show must go on, as Freddie Mercury once said, I'm going to attempt to not sniffle and or cough into the microphone. But I'm in a bad, bad way right now. <laughs> there it is. Well, I have to edit that out. That didn't take long. And look, I'm not saying I want us to go back into quarantine. I just got the theater back on its legs again. But, you know, the way things are going, with variants and people being stupid, it's probably going to happen. So, buckle up. Look, man, I'll, if people want to be dumb... I'll sit on my ass and collect unemployment and watch movies for five more months. Fine with me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hot take as that may be. No one, I'm not, I don't want it. It's not good. It's not good for people. I don't want people to die. But I did like not having a cold. <laughs> Selfish that I am. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. My guest this evening, back once again, Christopher Lambert. Oh, and our movie, what a movie, Be My Cat, <laughs> a film for Anne from the year of our Lord, 2015, written, directed, and starring uh, a gentleman named Adrian Tufay. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. He's Romanian. I have questions. <laughs> this might be, this is going to be one of those movies that I say right at the top kind of go watch the movie before you listen to this because half yeah. of the effectiveness of this movie I think is not knowing 100% for a while what is going on or what is going to happen until you do mm -hmm. so I don't want to ruin that for anyone so go watch the movie but I will say there's a caveat to that that I have not had to put on other movies necessarily that I say go watch first which is if you have issues with seeing violence against women if you have issues with seeing what's the word just very intense uh creepitude <laughs> maybe give, <laughs> yeah. maybe give this one a pass i'm interested to see if you like this or not because i have a feeling this is a movie that i don't think there's a middle ground i think you either really appreciate what he was going for and what he managed to pull off on no budget 
or you fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> anyone, I don't think there's anyone on the planet who could watch this and be like, it's fine. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I mean, I definitely, I fall into into the first camp. I, although, I mean, it is disturbing, but I mean, knowing that it is not real. That's the that thing. it is just a movie. This is a very much a movie like when Blair Witch first came out. Yeah. That, except that no one has seen this movie, but where people who maybe weren't so smart were like, oh my God, those poor people. Like, look, it's not real. Like, <laughs> that girl's in this other movie and she was on Johnny Carson the other, or Conan O'Brien the other night, whatever, you know. Like, they're fine. But they had to, like, send, they waited a little while. Because they had really great, yeah. like, viral marketing. Before viral marketing was even a thing, they had viral marketing for that movie, which was crazy. But after a little while to let people be unsettled, they are like, okay, you guys got to get out and do the talk shows now and, like, show people that you're alive and well. <laughs> and, like, yeah, this is very much a movie where, like, are these people okay? Someone check on yeah. these actresses who, of course, their <laughs> characters, the actresses' names and their character names are the same. So you're like, yeah. someone please go check and make sure they're okay. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, I mean, having done a little IMDb research, I know that at least the the girl that plays Flory has been in another movie with Adrian. So, but yeah, the the way it's done and his performance especially. Yes. It would be very, very easy to think that this was real. Yeah. Aside from the fact that no movie company would release a film where people die on screen. <laughs> well, yeah, there is there is that. I mean, people never anybody who's like, oh my god, is that real? Anytime there's found footage stuff, you know, like, well, artists and entertainment's not going to put out <laughs> the Blair Witch documentary right. where people had their tongues ripped out or whatever happened in that movie, you know. So, but. No, but like even more so here, like a lot of the stuff in Blair Witch happens off screen. So yeah. you could you could work your way around that. But people die on screen in this movie. So there's there's no way I'm going, oh, maybe this is real. Well, but and, and what we're... I'm saying is his his performance and the other actresses performance as well are so real. And so like that's just you're pointing a camera at someone and they're being themselves. And it's so convincing. Yeah, and himself that... is like an awkward, creepy weirdo. But you're like, yeah. I've met that guy. I've met that guy. <laughs> you yes. know? And on top of that, he's from Romania, which is probably a weird place to live anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah, convincing is a good word. The only time that you can sort of see the strings at play is the second, and we'll get into it, but the second murder that happens happens like behind a white sheet because he could not afford to do any sort of gore effects so he makes up within the narrative makes up a reason why we have that there but that's the point where you're like okay this is for sure just a movie because right this guy if he were real would want to catch all this on camera and not hide it behind it. you know what i mean so that's the one yeah. time that you can be like okay i, I see the artifice at work my other big question before we get into the actual plot and stuff is, or not a question so much as a statement, I will give 30 American dollars from my own bank account to anyone who can verify for me with 100% accuracy 
that just whether or not Anne Hathaway has seen this fucking movie. <laughs> and, and if she has, I will pay $200 American cash money from my bank account to anyone who can point me to a link of a video of her watching this movie. It prob- She's probably never even heard of it. But man, I would like to know what she thinks. Because I think it's a 50-50 chance. I think there's a world in which Anne Hathaway is a good enough sport that even if she didn't like it, she could look at it and go, okay, I see what he's going for. That's kind of, I guess that's kind of funny. And then there's another very possible world where Anne Hathaway sees this and is horrified and calling the authorities, <laughs> you know? Because it, it reminds me a lot of, did you ever see the, like, those Bjork, and this was real, those Bjork stalkers who were, like, filming themselves and, like, Bjork had a couple yeah. stalkers that were, like, it reminds mm-hmm. me so much of that. That I think if you showed this to Anne Hathaway with no context, I think if you showed it to her and said, hey, check this out, this is a crazy thing, it's totally fake, don't worry, and gave her that assurance up front, she might be able to, even if she didn't enjoy it, be like, yeah, all right, that's interesting. But if you showed this to her with no context, just like, holy shit, look what I found on the dark web, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know that she would ever sleep again, like... It's wild, wild stuff. Okay, let's, yeah, let's get into it. Be My Cat, a film for Anne. It starts with a sort of disclaimer at the beginning. This film is edited together from 25 hours of footage that was found at the Be My Cat crime scene. So right off the bat, they're telling you, like, <laughs> things are going to go bad. In, um, I'll probably not say, they, I'll never be able to say it the way they said it. It's spelled, like, Radauti, Romania. But they were just saying, like, Radau or Radau, I don't remember how they were saying it, yeah. but it's not, it's not, it's not said like it looks like it's spelled. So we meet this guy, Adrian, who's filming himself. And basically the premise is he's, he's like, hi, I'm Adrian. I li- this is, this, this is a film for Anne Hathaway. I want you to watch this. I love cats. Here's the first sign that, you know, this guy is batshit crazy is that his favorite Anne Hathaway performance is in The Dark Knight Fucking Rises. That's <laughs> that's the first sign that something's wrong with this gentleman. Because, yeah, he's like, oh, Anne Hathaway, you're my favorite actress. I saw you in The Dark Knight Rises. I'm making, I love cats. I'm making a movie. I need you for this movie. I can't come to you. So I'm making this movie to show you that you should come to me. And, like, you have to be the actress in this movie. You'll be in a cat suit like the cat suit in that movie. And you'll be my cat. It's the name of my movie. Here's my mom. She's in the kitchen. Like, his little old mom is in the kitchen cooking. And then he's like, and here's my bedroom. And here's my mom's bedroom. And here's my attic. For some reason, there's another sign that's like, why are you filming? Why are you showing her your attic? Because there's nothing up there that he's like, and this is props or something. Like, he just goes up in his attic like she cares. And by the way, his actual mom. I believe it. I 100% believe it. But yeah, like I'm going to I'm going to film this. I've hired three actresses who are going to come and we're going to make like, you know, a rough version of the film so that you can see, you know, just some scenes and stuff of what it would be like if you and Hathaway, who's so great, came to Romania to be in this movie for me, which I mean, delusional to start with <laughs> that that she's ever yeah. even going to see this. Like this is ever going to cross her desk for real, unless it's like one of her <laughs> assistants or interns out of curiosity watches and then is like holy shit <laughs> like if this were real right or if the police contact her <laughs> yeah well because then that that response that 
interns or assistants response is either going to be i need to burn this and bury it under 60 feet deep of concrete so that she never knows this exists or i need to show this to Anne immediately <laughs> one of the two <laughs> yeah and so for a while in the film you don't know what's i don't mean is this whole movie real or fake we've established that it's fake but within the movie is the things he's doing for the camera him making this movie for Anne Hathaway or also making a movie it's hard to explain but it's so it's done so well because it takes a while for you to know is this guy just like this weirdly lovable goofball who's like delusional clearly and maybe a little off kilter but harmless or is he an absolute sociopath crazy murderer and it takes a while before you know for sure <laughs> his his performance the way he does it it really is like a tightrope in in my own mind of is this like super charming and like he's just always oh, he's, he's so happy all the time because he is he's just constantly like smiling and he's so excited about this project and he's he's like giggling to himself and laughing like you said or do we just really need to be with this person and yeah, like you say, it's it's hard to tell at times because it almost seems like, you know, he's just super excited, very happy about the idea of making this movie. But then it keeps going and keeps going. And you're like, okay, he's he's smiling a little too much. He's giggling a little too often. I don't think I like this. <laughs> yeah, the, the sharp turn, or not even sharp turn, the gradual sort of sinking into it dawning on you that like, oh, fuck, these people are, like, in real trouble, is, I mean, it all kind of comes to the head, ahead in one scene in particular, which we'll get to, but, but he also says things along the way that you're like, well, hold on a second, that's not great, because he says, too, when he's talking to Anne Hathaway, as he's pointing the camera to himself, <laughs> he says, I hired these three actresses, they're gonna come, I've tricked, he says, I've tricked these actresses, which, right off the bat, you're like, that's not, that's not great, but maybe... It's like in a punked sort of way. It's innocent enough. We'll see. I've tricked them. I tricked these actresses. You're right up. To, you're a little like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> but he has rented a room at what he, he calls the pension, which I don't know what yeah. that means exactly. That's a cultural thing, I guess. Yeah, I took it to mean like just like a, a room at a cheap apartment or a cheap like hostel or something. Yeah, I think a hostel is probably the closest thing goes to pick up the first actress, Sonia. And he's demand every every girl that comes, he's like, English, please. You have to, only English. You can only, this is a video for Anne Hathaway. You can't speak Romanian. You have to speak English. And so they're filming a scene. I guess he's given her some instruction that we don't see. But it's basically like, okay, you're playing this character. You're going to be walking along. You're an actress. You're doing a play. And every time you come out of the play... My character's outside, and he's, like, stalking you and following you around, filming you. So he's already blurring the line between fiction and reality. But here, but he does start to get... But again, this is, this is one of the parts where you don't know, is this planned and she knows this is supposed to happen, or is this them actually having an argument? Because he's following her with the camera, and he keeps getting too close. He's like, no, I have to be more than a meter away. I, you're letting me get too close. And she's like, well, then let me run. And she's like, no, 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 you can't run. You have to walk. You just have to stay far enough, just far enough ahead of me that I don't get too close, but you can't run. And she's like, well, I don't know how to do that. 
and he keeps saying like find a solution you're the actress give me a solution find a solution for how to do this yeah, at one point he actually calls her a shit actress. Yeah, he's, I wrote that down. Like, well, it's not my fault. You're a shit actress, okay? There Figure are, it out. <laughs> there are funny little lines here and there, like darkly funny. Yeah. And then adding to the... So you don't know if they're having an actual argument because he's act, asking something of this actress that she cannot do, or if this is if he's instructed her to do this and this is part of the movie he's making for Anne Hathaway. You don't know what adds to the author authentic feeling of what you're seeing is at one point they're like there's people like oh shit something's on fire and he pans over and there's just like fire coming out of someone's chimney like their house is on fire which is like you it very much feels like you just happened to catch that on the day you know it's not like that's a plan because it doesn't look like cgi it looks like someone's goddamn house is on fire so i don't know how he did it yeah i'm assuming it was planned and not just how serendipitous that we managed to catch this on film but the fact that he did managed to catch it on film makes it feel very grounded and real you know yeah i i have a feeling and i could be wrong but the feeling i got from this whole movie was that the he and the other actresses are just very good improv actors and there was i don't think there was a script here i think he before they started shooting each scene he's like okay this is what we're what's going to be happening and i'm just going to do stuff and you react and we're just going to film that reacting character and we'll just film it because it doesn't nothing that is said in this movie sounds like dialogue it just sounds like people talking so i don't think there was a script per se yeah that could be and there's definitely times where and if it's if i have a complaint about this movie it definitely there are times that he rambles on and on and on and on into the camera three times longer than he needs to kind of just saying the same thing over and over again so yeah and bear in mind the premise of the film is this was edited down from 25 hours of footage. <laughs> so they only left in his most important rants. I feel like it's it's kind of padding in a way to get the runtime up because it's pretty short as it is. Yeah. But, yeah, and at this point, they've shot whatever scene they're trying to shoot, maybe, kind of, whether she worked, found a solution or not. And he's, and at this point, she's like, oh, hey, get away from me. I'm not doing this anymore. And he's still following her, and he's and he keeps he's like, oh my god, you love me, you love me so much, you can't, you know. He always he says, oh my god, a lot, oh my god, oh my god, you love me, you love me so much. She's like, no, I hate you. Get away from me. I'm gonna call the police. And again, in this moment, you don't know for a hundred percent sure is this part of the movie they're making where he's told this actress now pretend to call the police, or is this actress actually now over this and worried about him and calling the police for real well the police she doesn't call the police because the police show up but then whatever mm-hmm. conversation happens between her and him and the police nothing comes of it and they just leave so and we don't hear that conversation yeah. which tells me the that next scene he had just her, shooting together again and she's calm and and yes, fine they're shooting the night scene that he wanted to do right after that so that tells me he told her to call the police for real so that the real police would come so that he could catch them on film to add to the authenticity. It's so crazy. But you don't know for sure if that's what happened or if, you know, he manages to talk his way. I mean, she must have been like, yeah, we're just making a movie. Because if she'd have kept saying, like, no, this creepy guy won't stop following me or arrest him, please, they wouldn't have gone away, I assume, presumably. Yeah. Or he's managed to talk her down off the ledge or whatever and got her to stuck around, stick around. Yeah, that is one thing that I, that 
I almost have a hard time buying within the the context of the film is this guy who is very strange and is creepy upon meeting him manages to talk a lot of people into a lot of stuff or out of a lot of stuff which i mean there's more of that later but especially with these actresses he just keeps talking them into staying and doing what he wants and it's it almost stretches credulity (laughs) and it also makes me wonder when he was making this movie in the broader context not the movie within the movie within the movie but were there moments that these actresses pretending to be actresses were like i don't know if i should be doing this i don't know if i'm safe like you know like what assurances <laughs> yeah. did he have in place because there doesn't seem like there's would be other crew i mean they must there must be other crew and stuff around but since it's just him holding a camera you wouldn't have to have crew there so if it was really just him with a camera, I could see the actual actresses as they were making the actual movie being like, am I making a movie? <laughs> like there's so many layers of meta well, shit on top of this that it's kind of mind boggling. Uh, well, I, I just imagine, and I could be wrong, but I just imagine that when they stop filming, he's not that guy. Like the yells, the yells cut and they stop filming and he's like, okay, that was Good job, guys. All right. Now we're going to set up for the next scene. And he's not the guy who's just constantly, it is so good. I love you. Yeah, one would hope. That maybe he is. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't seen him in anything else. I know he's got a couple of movies that I'm now interested in, kind of of interested in finding, if I can. Yeah, I would like to see what he could do with, like, not a found footage movie, like an actual, like, movie movie. That could be interesting. Or it might be the the other one I saw. also looked like a found footage film, so yeah. Okay. So now comes a very pivotal scene. Yeah, the night scene that they're shooting. He tells her, okay, you're going to walk by, like you're getting out of your, your character is getting out of the play you're doing, and my character is going to wait, is going to be waiting here. He's going to chloroform you as you walk by, and I have to like pick you up so that you can't, because your strength is in your legs, so you can't like throw me off. So I'm going to pick you up, so don't worry about that. This rag is going to kind of smell like chloroform, because I had it, it was a real chloroform bottle, but I cleaned it out with water, so it's just water. But it's going to smell like chloroform, but don't worry about it. And the whole time, your mind is sitting there going, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Again, am I seeing, is this part of the thing, or is this is shit about to get real? So she comes walking by, he grabs her from behind, puts this chloroform on her, and here's where you go, oh, okay, shit, this, this is, we're doing this, I guess. Because he holds this, I timed it, a minute and ten seconds straight. And he says, like, oh, it looks so easy in the movies to chloroform someone. It's not. It takes a long time for them to pass out. Because he's holding this rag over her mouth long after she has stopped struggling. And I got a minute and ten seconds straight that he's holding this over. And then he he comes over to the camera and he's like, I tricked her. I used real chloroform. And you're like, hold the fuck. Wait a second. Wait a second. And you're not, but you're st- still in the back of your mind. You're going, okay, this is all going to turn out to be part of it, though, right? Because you don't, you have reason to be worried now, but part of you is still like waiting for, I don't know what, but it's so well done because it's, yeah. it's, it's this slow creeping dread that's like, oh shit, maybe this is real, but then again, maybe it's not. But then, like, because you never know for sure. Yeah, so he has now apparently really chloroformed this woman. Which, if he's, like, he can't, he can't be a nice guy anymore. Even if he's not a killer, 
And he is just making a movie to show Anne Hathaway, and he doesn't yeah. mean this actress any harm. He has still chloroformed her without her permission and knowledge and dragged her off to this room. And even if, you know, she wakes up and he's like, oh, great, we got the scene. You know, like, not, not good, dude, not good. But that's not what happens. <laughs> because now we have a... a this is one of the scenes where he kind of goes on, rambling on and on and on for longer than he needs to. But he's talking to the camera. She's passed out on the bed in this flop house that he's rented and he's like okay Anne, i'm going to i'm not going to show it to you because i don't want you to get jealous like okay dude i'm going to undress this actress i'm going to put her in the cat suit so that you can see what that's going to look like and she's going to transform and this is the first time where he's kind of like or he's like it's not me it's not me doing this it's this character like it's this guy that i'm pretending to be so don't worry i'm not crazy it's just this character i'm playing yeah, and he's, he even says, he's like, I would never do this. Yeah, it's, I, it's, yeah. I would never. <laughs> but now we've got drugging, kidnapping, assault, like sleep assault, undressing a person to a naked state and redressing them while they're asleep Yeah, against their will. Uh, not good. Oh, yeah. And tying her up. She is bound by the feet and hands. Yes, she is. By rope. <laughs> and not, but not gagged, which seems dumb. Seems like a mistake on his part. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe he needed them to perform. I don't know. But yeah, then she wakes up and she is, by my estimation, clearly not. I mean, the actress is acting, but the actress within the movie, who's pretending to be an actor, is not <laughs> acting. You know what I mean? That's so many layers. Yeah. And she's not acting. She is very surprised to wake up, tied up in a bed. And start screaming, and he's like, "Well, don't bother. First off, don't bother screaming, because I told everybody in the building I'm making a horror movie, and there's gonna be people screaming. So don't. Nobody's coming. So just stop. Also, I will cut you if you keep screaming. I have a knife, and I will cut you, and I will kill you. So stop screaming. And then he chokes her to death with a pair of jeans, which is a weird. Like I guess whatever he had on hand, he has a pair of jeans that he's wrapped on her neck, and he just pulls it, pulls it, pulls it until, and it's like, holy shit. Okay, I guess we're here." And that little voice in the back of your head that was like, well, maybe this is all is getting quieter and quieter and quieter because this is, <laughs> this is fucked up now. Yeah. And it's even more disturbing because unlike uh, any killer you would see in, in, in like a slasher movie, he's not like, like serious at all. Like, okay, now I've got to take care of this. Like he is, he's like super excited and happy. He's like, okay, and now I have to go get rid of her body. He's jumping up and down. It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> excited. Yeah, and he's kind of talking her through the whole thing, too. He's like, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, when he's behind her and he's, choking, he's like, okay, I'm going to choke you now. I'm going to kill you now. Like, you're going to transform for the role. This is going to be <laughs> the greatest acting, you know. You're going to transform physically yeah. and mentally, and it's messed up. Yeah, he picks her body up, hides it down in the bed. He leaves the camera behind, takes her body downstairs and hides it, comes back up. And it's what he says to the camera. I think it's her. Maybe it's Flory, but I think it's, or maybe it's both, but I think it's Sonia. That he looks at the camera and goes, she's really dead. (laughs) (laughs) Which should not be funny, but the way he says it is really funny. I don't know. Or I have a messed up sense of humor too, but. Next he's out walking. He's going to pick up the next actress. And he gives a little speech about how boys and dogs are bullies. And cats and women are sweet and pure. Which gives you in a very simple way gives you a real insight into how this guy got this way (laughs) you know 
Yeah. Like he probably has a maybe well, sort of a well maybe not. Maybe I was gonna say he might have kind of a Norman Bates kind of relationship with his mom, but I guess we don't really have any evidence of that. But he's definitely somebody who got bullied and he hates yeah, he hates men and he hates dogs because they're bullies. But he loves cats. He loved his own cat so much until he accidentally killed it. <laughs> he choked it with yeah. ropes and accidentally killed it. And then right as he's giving that speech, he's like, oh, look, oh, no, there's a dead cat on the ground that he pans down to, which, again, I mean, that has to be, I assume it's a fake dead cat, and it's also planted there because the timing is too, too perfect. The timing's way too perfect for it to have been like, oh, there just happens to, as we were filming, there just happened to be a dead cat here for real, and we caught it, you know. Yeah. That he finds this it right. This is a pretty good-looking cat, though. Yeah, it's a pretty. It did look pretty real. It did. I'm not. I'm look. I'm not completely convinced it wasn't an actual dead cat. But I am. <laughs> but I am. But I'm convinced that it, it's not an accident that he found it. It's part of the, you know, right. Air quotes yeah. script because it comes right when he's talking about how, you know, the difference in cats and dogs and stuff. So, or and right when he's telling the story about how he killed his own cat that he loved because he <laughs> loved it too much. Which, and imagine the dementia, or, you know, how demented he must be that at, at this point in the video, he thinks Anne Hathaway would still be intrigued, you know? <laughs> she just yeah. watched you kill someone, and she's like, I, I gotta see what happens next, <laughs> you know? As if he's like, you can stop filming now, because she's done watching. So he goes to pick up the second actress, Flory. He is so mean to her. And here's where, even taking out the, the killer part of it, even if your brain is still convinced that, like, no, this is all part of his thing. He didn't really kill that girl. And he's just, you know, he's so mean to her. Just in the way he talks to her. Because he's like, oh, you, you said you look like Anne Hathaway. And you're old and fat. <laughs> Which she's not. But, yeah, she admits that she sent him, like, she's like, oh, those were old pictures that I sent you. And he's like, well, that's not cool. Because you're supposed to look like Anne Hathaway. I Because he hired these women sort of over the internet. And hadn't met them in person before. And so he's, yeah, he's bothered that she is older and not as skinny as he thought. And he tells her so very bluntly. And it's not cool. It's very, he's yeah. so mean. He's so mean. And then, yeah, and he's like, nope, you're not right for this. You shouldn't have come. Like, forget it. And she must be so desperate for that. Who knows what he's paying for this? Or maybe it's just exposure? I don't know. But she wants, she so much wants to be part of it that she's like, like, forget the part. I came here because I think you're a nice guy. And, like, you could just fuck me. And he runs down the street with the camera. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? She says she wants to fuck me. That's crazy. This woman's crazy. But it convinces him to, like, all right, I guess she can be in it. It's fine. And Flora... I love that he, like, he like gets real close to the camera. He's like, yeah, don't worry. I, 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 I won't fuck her. It's, I won't do that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, because it's the weird... He's gone... I mean, already at this point, but several more times, he's gone from, this is this professional thing, I just want you to come and be an actress, to, don't be jealous that I'm doing things with these other women, like I'm saving myself for you or whatever, Like, which is another le another level of crazy, that he's going to like win her heart somehow or something, like whatever. So Flory... And Adrian walk over to the bus station and pick up the third and final actress, Alexandra, who tells him, like, 
I told the bus driver what I was doing, and he's like super nervous for for me, and he wanted to see you, like he wanted to watch, see what you look like when you came to pick me up. And Adrian's like, that's weird. <laughs> like, no, it's not. That's good. And she's like, yeah, he thought we were making like a different kind of movie, if you know what I mean. And he's like, oh my god, oh my god, that's crazy. I wouldn't do that. It's not that kind of movie. But anyway, what did that bus driver say about me? <laughs> he's very. So it's. I mean, it's no wonder that like whether he gets caught or not in the end. Obviously, police come and find this video in some way, we know, because they cut the documentary together from it, supposedly. So, I mean, it could be this bus driver saved the day. Because this movie, we'll get to it, but it has a very ambiguous ending as to who knows. Well, we're not sure what happens. But he takes them to the basement of the hostel or the pension, as he calls it, whatever it is. And he has set up. Well, he doesn't set up much, but he's like, okay, this for the scene, this is going to be an operation room. There's really just, like, a bare metal bed frame in there. But he has this, like, strawberry sauce or something. He's like, this is going to be the fake blood. And this is the operation room. Because your character, my character is going to do an operation on your character. But he must be winging it. Because his idea of what this operation is going to be is, oh, I'm going to cut chunks off of her belly and shoulders so that she's as thin as she promised me she would be. Which he didn't know until she showed up. So this wasn't part of the plan. He's just right. come up with this now. And Flory is going along with this because Alexander is there. You know, they're like, well, he's not going to do anything. We're both, like, we're both here. What's he going to do to one of us when the other one is what, you know? So he has Flory stripped down to, like, her bra and underwear and ties her to this metal bed frame. She's going along with it. She's laughing. She thinks, like, oh, this is, you know, this is crazy fun or whatever. And then he tells Alexander, like, okay, now you go wait in the room. And she's like, no, I can, I can stay and watch. He's like, no, 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 you, like, it has to be realistic. You're not, you're not, your character's not here, so you go be in your room. And Flory has a moment of, like, no, she can, she can totally stay and watch. And he's like, no, 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 no. But she still isn't like, nope, fuck this. Untie me right now, while Alexandra is still there. She kind of just goes with it. Because you don't imagine, I guess, you don't imagine that, like, okay, this guy who is clearly, like, Alexandra's, even if she's, gone upstairs or whatever she has seen this guy the bus driver seen this guy he'd be crazy to do something to me well yes <laughs> correct <laughs> so he yeah she's kind of yeah she's kind of laughing and playing it off like it's no big deal and he hangs this white sheet over so we can from where the camera's at we can only see sort of her head and shoulders where her hands and neck are tied to this bed frame and he, the excuse that he gives for, I mean, obviously it's just because he didn't have the budget to actually do gore, but he's like, I'm not going to let you see this, Anne. Like, this is too much for you. Like, you're like a delicate whatever, you know, like, I don't want to offend you. So I'm going to put up this sheet so you don't see what's actually happening. And Flory is still laughing and she seems okay until he pulls out this big roll of white paper. And he's like, I'm going to put this drop cloth, like, underneath the bed because there's going to be a lot of blood on the floor and I don't want to have to clean it up. And that's when she starts trying to untie her hand with like with her teeth like a little bit like not she's not like but she's not freaking out yet but she's kind of like it's probably a smart idea if i have a hand free that he doesn't know about but then yeah then he comes over with this knife and he's like don't do that don't do that don't don't try to untie yourself you know i'll slit your throat right now just lay there and what i'm gonna do is yeah i'm gonna start i'm gonna cut off some parts you know like on your stomach and your shoulders so that you'll be as thin as you were supposed to be as you told me you were and then he's cutting and she's screaming and we get i mean it's kind of it's cheap looking but it's you know we get like little squirts of blood up on this white sheet but we don't actually see anything that's happening but she's screaming and freaking out very convincing 
her performance there was fantastic because in in real life or in a horror movie, I have never heard her scream like that. Like it sounded like someone was cutting chunks of flesh off of her. And that's what she was really feeling. Yeah, even though you can't see anything, it's still pretty intense. And then these two dudes walk up, like, down the hall. Because he's just, he's not in, like, a locked room with a door. This room doesn't even have a door on it. He's just in a room in the basement where anyone could just walk up. And that's what happens. Two dudes walk up and they're like, hey, man, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, it's cool, we're making a movie. I told everybody about it, right? They didn't tell you? Like, I'm making a horror movie. That's why she's screaming, everything's cool. And they're like, oh, all right, and walk off. She's not making nearly enough effort. Maybe she's woozy from blood loss at this point, but she should be saying, like, no, no, nah, he is fucking lying, and he's cutting me. Like, so, yeah, she she could have advocated for herself a little better in that moment, I feel like. And here in this scene and, like, the next one, you really get an idea of just how crazy he is because not only does he think all this is okay and, like, it's a big deal, but he... He also thinks that it's okay for him to cut chunks off of her, and she's just gonna heal. And when he comes back later that night, they can finish filming, and she's gonna be awake and fine, and she'll be all healed up, which is not in touch with reality at all. Yeah, I don't know what was going through his like. Maybe in his mind, like, oh, I'm just making a movie, and movies are fake, so whatever I do inside this movie is gonna be fake too and so there's no actual consequence who knows he's he's a lunatic but we cut from that to he's outside having a conversation with alexandra and she's singing a song and trying to remember the lyrics and it's kind of like she's really good too and then an ambulance goes roaring by this is funny an ambulance roars by and she's like "Ooh, what's that and he says people are dying which is pretty funny But yeah, then I don't know where Alexander is at this point, but he comes, night has fallen, he comes back down to the basement, he's got the light on on his camera, and we learn that, yeah, he wasn't trying to kill her, because he comes and he's like, alright, he's like, I had, to, I had to chloroform her to shut her up so she'd stop screaming and bothering people, I used a lot of it so she's still asleep, but it's, it's time to wake her up, because we gotta do other stuff, you know, it's time for her to see, like, how transformed she is, and this is gonna be great. So you get the you get the sense that like he wasn't actually trying to kill her. He thought he was just yeah, gonna like yeah. trim parts of her off and everything would be okay. So and he gets down there and she's like and he's like she won't wake up and he's like oh oh shit like that's not good <laughs> like it dawns on him that like shit I've actually killed someone now as if he didn't like he didn't grasp that he actually killed the girl he choked with the pair of G- he's crazy but then he's looking at the camera and he's like this is like. I've done it. This is the moment. And are you seeing this? Like I've become the character now. That's the sacrifice I've made. I'm transformed. I thought I was just making a movie and I wasn't that guy, but now I'm that guy because I actually killed this person. This is great. (laughs) Like I'm the most methody method actor ever. (laughs) Yeah. And again, he's like, he's happy and excited and like laughing. He's like, Oh my God, I did it. You know, like she's going to be excited too. Like, Oh, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild stuff. And then he says another, it shouldn't be, it's so, it's gross and terrible, but it's funny the way that he says it and in the context of the thing, he says, he's like, see, Anne, this is proof, like, you have to come be in my movie, because if I can make this shit person shiny, imagine what I could do for you, I'll make you a <laughs> god. <laughs> he calls her a shit person and then he made her shiny, like, that's just funny. I mean, it's terrible, but it's funny. Yeah, and he's trying, he, the whole time he's been like, like, you've won Oscars before, but this will be like... You will be 
the most acclaimed actor. If you come be in my movie together, we will make you the most household name. Like you will be the base, you know, most famous, which is ludicrous on a lot of levels. But and then the last, really, the last twenty minutes of the movie is kind of all of his stand, just his standoff with Alexander, because Alexander comes downstairs. He's gone off to do something. She comes downstairs, find Flory's body. He's, he says he's he's going to get plastic to wrap the body up. Oh, and like, yeah, yeah. it's actually kind of again real close to the camera. He's like, he's like, oh, he's like, okay, Anne, uh, it's gonna be. He leaves the camera running. He's like, it's it's gonna be dark down here because I'm taking the flashlight with me. But don't be scared, okay? It, there's nobody else here. It's just you. So don't be scared. <laughs> Yeah, and then he leaves the camera silently in the dark for way longer. That's the thing I don't like in movies where I'm just staring. And, you know, it's always done for some sort of effect, but where I'm just sitting in silence staring at a black screen for more than six seconds, you're wasting my fucking time. Get on with it. And this I mean, is a pretty long time. He left it run. That's part of the editing they could have done to that 25 hours. of They could have cut out that long space where it's staring at blackness well and there's lots of i mean a lot of it is sort of kind of you know building tension and then sort of relieving that tension and then building the tension back up so i get it but a lot of times it just feels like stalling and wasting time and padding so that you know i feel this could have been trimmed a bit but alexander comes down finds flory's body and tries to make a run for it and she turns around and he's at the end of the hall with his garbage bags and they, yeah, the last 20 minutes of the movie really is just them having a conversation where she, like, tries to get past him once, and he, but he has a knife, and so she doesn't quite make it. She's backed into a corner in this basement, and she really starts pulling a number on him where she's like, look, I believe in what you're doing. Like, you, you love Anne Hathaway? Go get Anne Hathaway. Don't wait for her to come here. You go to her. Take, take your camera. Take what you filmed. Go. And there's a lot of back and forth. Like I said, it goes on for, like, 20 minutes. It's It's... A little excessive, but there's no, and we have a really ambiguous ending because he, she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to hide in this closet. I'm going to give you half an hour before I call the police. Just go, man. Just get in your car and go, go to the airport, fly to America and go be with Anne. You love her so much. I bet she's going to love you too. Hey, Anne, he's a great guy. She's saying to the camera, like, <laughs> she's really yeah, the, doing the numbers Those last him. few minutes, he's sitting He's sitting there counting down because he can see. I we don't show up, but he can see the battery dying, and he's like, "Okay, I've got you know two more minutes." And then they keep talking, and then he's like, "All right, we've got twenty-three seconds." And then there's a little more, and oh, her going, "Okay, well, bye." And then it just, and that's the end of the movie. Well, but it's so yeah, you don't know. It's even more ambiguous than that because you don't. Yeah, you don't know if he actually leaves and she gets away or if he's like because the last thing that happens is he's like okay say one more thing say one more word and then we're done with this and he's saying he's not gonna kill her but you don't i mean who knows with this guy but she's like what's the one word okay love and he swings the camera around in his own face and he goes sheesh and then it cuts to credits so you don't know if he's like if that's so exciting to him that she's he's like she's right love and i'm gonna run away now and i'm gonna go find Anne hathaway or if it's him saying, sheesh, like, boy, you almost had me. Like, you you thought you were tricking me, and now I'm going to fucking kill you, right. too. So you don't know what happens. It's so abrupt. Like, after all of that, it's kind of genius, because after all of... We just spent 20 minutes having a conversation in a basement where it was back and forth, and not much was really happening either way. And then 
to just <laughs> sheesh and then just woof, cut to credits like it's so abrupt and so because you're sitting there expecting something awful the whole time and then it doesn't happen so it's interesting stuff man yeah and that's the movie it's something else it's definitely i think it might be one of our our surprise gems that we get every once in a while i think so honestly i i especially just i mean knowing as a almost the entire lived and it's all just based on their performances selling it and they really really do i think it is it's i think it's really quite good yeah it's i i would say it's not for everyone and if someone said no. oh i hate that movie i couldn't even make it through it i understand mm-hmm. i completely understand and i don't fault you for it but if you can stick it out i just i feel it's so it's unpredictable and you always, even all the way to the end, you still kind of have this little voice in the back of your head going, okay, but they're all going to, it's like April Fool's Day. They're all going to pop out now, right? And be like, ha thanks for putting us in your movie. <laughs> like, we're fine. We're not dead at all, you know? And that doesn't happen, but there's, oh, you kind of always feel like that could happen because you yeah. don't know what's real and what isn't for so much of it. And it's just, it, yeah, it walks a real shaky tightrope but i think it pulls it off for the most part i think it is padded in spots and could have could have been trimmed a lot of his speechifying like the scene where he's singing some romanian song i know it's sort of giving (laughs) it's kind of just giving flair to the character of like oh like he's a for real lunatic that like he just killed someone and now he's like singing this romanian song like it's this you know performance he's putting on for the camera but we didn't I, i don't know we didn't need that scene either i feel like it's just, there was a lot of stuff that I feel it could have been trimmed down, been even shorter, but maybe, you know, he didn't want it, the runtime to be too short. I don't know. Yeah, overall, I, I don't think it's for everyone, but I dug it. Even if there's spots that I'm like, yeah, that didn't completely work for me. Enough of it is effective. Enough of it is creepy and weird and has you doubting, you know, even though you know better. You know, like, it's a movie that came out. It's on Tubi. This isn't a real snuff film. But, yeah, the performances are, are done so well. Just everything about it, you are kind of questioning yourself of, like, but maybe they would? Like, <laughs> I mean, Grizzly Man came out, and they didn't show the guy dying. But you yeah. Think- yeah, and his his performance in particular is so, I mean, good is the word, but convincing. Like, if I know that this guy was in other movies... And that this, the way he played this character was just a character. I would totally buy that he was like that. Like, that to the point where you believe that Andre, whatever his last name is, is like that in real life. Which I doubt he is, but he sells it completely. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to find on YouTube or something interviews with a guy or something to see it, how he's really like. Does he actually talk like that? Like, that's crazy. Like, giggling with himself and the thing oh my god all the time like or does he talk like a normal person <laughs> but yeah the offer's on the table if anyone can find me footage of Anne Hathaway watching this movie I will pay you <laughs> because that man what a thing that would be magic on one hand on the other hand I kind of don't want to put her through that <laughs> because who knows <laughs> that would be rough anyways that's Be My Cat a film for Anne Something kind of special, something kind of different. Whether you like it or not, I mean, that's up in the air. But it's definitely, and especially 
found footage is so, I mean, has been for years, but it's so played out and so overdone. And so, you know, there was too much more bad than good, let's say, in the found footage genre. So it's a nice little remembrance of like, oh, this can be done well. This can be done in a way that is still effective and still catches you off guard. So thumbs up for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely for me too. Like you said, it's not for everybody, and I don't know if if I actually owned a copy and had it on my shelf, and somebody <laughs> borrowed and watched it. I think they'd probably be worried about me, but <laughs> I I honestly I enjoyed it. I think it was worth the time. I, mean, I think it is in Adrian and everyone else's best interest if this was never released on DVD. <laughs> like True. owning a physical copy of this is asking for trouble. I feel like. <laughs> But, yeah, it is that time of the episode where I push the magic button to find out what next episode's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. Pushing the magic button right now. Next week's movie is Kingdom of Gladiators from 2011 from possibly Italy. It is on Tubi, and that is all. Kingdom of Gladiators. Who knows? I mean, probably not good, but <laughs> I guess we'll see. Kingdom of Gladiators from 2011 on Tubi. That is everyone's homework, should you choose to accept it. That straight up sounds like a Mystery Science Theater movie. Yeah, kind of. Like the, the many loves of Hercules and stuff. <laughs> Could be. The... But it was made 11 years ago, so I guess we're still doing Gladiator stuff in the in the depths of low budget land I am uh, at Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter the show is that's so random p2 email for the show is that's so random pod at gmail.com artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter check out his other stuff you are uh, I am on Twitter and uh, on Twitter I'm at nerd underscore shirt on Instagram and Facebook, I am Project Nerd Shirt. If you want to stop by there and see my giant collection of nerdy shirts and know what I'm reading today, that's what I'm usually putting on there. Good stuff. All right, that will do it for this week. I'm going to go blow my fucking nose. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>